Washburn here. And that moment we've been waiting for has finally fucking arrived. Bossy Power Bottom Wear is now officially live on RonnieWashburn.com. That's R-A-O-N-I Washburn.com for purchase. Bossy Power Bottom Wear. The gay lifestyle and clothing line that unapologetically describes what it means to live your best gay life and show others through your clothing that you bottom like a boss. Want to know more? Go to RonnieWashburn.com now. That's R-A-O-N-I. Washburn.com and find out for yourself what it truly means to bottom like a boss with bossy power bottom wear. So, look, right here, he, he says that in his hobby selection, he actually wrote in Beanie Baby collection. Oh, my God, that is such a fucking red flag. One of the things that you might encounter as you try to maneuver through this entire gay dating journey, which is already so hard to date if you're gay in today's society in itself is all of these individual red flags that tend to pop up on a whim. And, you know, I'm here to tell you that getting back out there and trying to start getting to know guys and chatting and dating and all of it is just become such a chore in regards to all the different things that you encounter from all different types of guys from literally every single app, internet source, out at a bar, whatever it might be, it's all out there. So I decided this week to compile just a little list of all the different things that I specifically have encountered in regards to red flags while dating that you should look out for in your future moving forward. So sit back, relax, Put on that condom or pop your prep pill. And let's look over this entire big-ass long list of all the red flags that I've encountered, sometimes ignored, and just learned the hard way or seen right at the beginning and decided to do nothing more than run. So let's get that list now. are now listening to My Gay Expose Podcast, a show that unperfectly describes what it's like when life has you fucked in the head while being fucked from behind. I'm Ronnie Washburn, a writer, LGBTQ plus community activist, self-proclaimed, messy, loud-mouthed, and somewhat semi-passable podcast host. Popper sommelier, porn star, fluffer in training, and local San Francisco bossy power bottom that just so happens to be on the left of you on your grinder grid. And this is My Gay Expose Podcast. Ronnie Washburn here, and welcome back to the biggest red flag of them all my gay expose podcast (laughs) Uh, 
Today on this week's episode, we discuss all the different individual red flags that you should look out for if you're trying to somehow maneuver through this entire fucked up filthy mess that is gay, big city dating. And I'm just going to give you a list of all the different things that I've encountered and just all the things that I think should just go away completely and entirely if you're a gay and somehow trying to get to know somebody or date or whatever the fuck you're trying to do at all. What? So ever. And on this week's Your Gay Expose segment, I'll reach out to a few of my friends as well as you, the listeners, and ask what some of your red flags are. And it's quite interesting to hear all the different answers, I must say. But first, before we actually match with that guy on Tinder, decide to chat with them and realize immediately after looking over their profile that there are at least six red flags, but still decide to somehow move forward and see what happens. First, let's hop into this week's Re-Expose. Welcome to this week's Re-Expose, the segment in which I take the time to reassess, re-examine, re-explain, restart over or just re-say shit that I said in past episodes that either you didn't fully understand, I didn't fully understand, or once I re-listened through for an edit, I was like, oh, fuck God, what the fuck was that? I, what are, what was I trying? Oh my God, mess. That definitely merits a re-expose. So this week, I have kind of a big Somewhat sad, but somewhat exciting announcement to make officially to you, the listeners. So if you've followed along with this show, you know that I have almost to an obsessive and overwhelming rate thrown in your face pretty regularly. The new show, number two, called Running Your Mouth with Ronnie, which is actually, it was supposed to be scheduled to launch by the 22nd of February of this year, but I actually, after some soul searching, a couple of actual business meetings with some people who are trying to help me go into the next direction of that next level in regards to this show, my name, brand, all of it, it was decided to officially put Running Your Mouth with Ronnie on hold for the time being. Which doesn't mean the show won't come at some point. It definitely will be a thing in the future. But I just felt that it was important to sort of navigate through this specific show. Focus more of all of my efforts on this and building this and creating something more from this. Instead of splitting myself into two different facets and maybe just kind of half-assing both shows. That's not really what I envision for me, for the show. And honestly, the the real reasons why this suddenly just out of the blue happened, just in case you were wondering, was when I first came up with the idea of show number two, honestly, it was like July of last year. 
And I just had that light bulb moment of what I wanted to do in regards to that second scenario of me just interviewing other people because I didn't feel that there was any room for any of that shit on this show. So, I mean, I just wanted to create a second show. But what I was experiencing in that moment was just, you know, that show you know, or this show, plus like the idea of coming up with that show and giving myself at least like five months to prepare it, to get a guest list, all of it, etc. And I just started doing all of that. But then suddenly out of nowhere, mere months from the launch of this supposed second show, suddenly my gay expose podcast just out of nowhere just took the fuck off in a way to a place I still can't quite wrap my mind around. And to be honest with you, I'm having a hard time keeping up with all of the sudden, just like crazy, overwhelming numbers that have just gone through the roof. All of the offers that are now starting to pour in. And I'm like, just to a place that is so exciting, so rewarding. And I'm so grateful and thankful that all of you, the listeners, just love my shit. But also, I want the quality to stay the way that it is. So therefore, running your mouth with Ronnie officially will not be scheduled to launch at the previously specified date. So don't worry. There is going to be so much more shit that I'm bringing to you in season three of my Gay Expose podcast, which by the way, we're actually kind of almost there. This is actually episode number 41 of season two. So there's lots of ideas that were pitched in this meeting for new things that might be dabbled in for my gay expose podcast. And for season one, I actually only went to 50 episodes with a few bonus episodes. So that is the actual plan as of right now. So we'll just have to see how all of this shit plays itself out. So much new, so much exciting. I just can't wait to share all of this bullshit with you, the listeners. And I just want to bring you all of my filth, fuckery, and all of the mess that, you know, exudes my brand, Ronnie Washburn. So don't worry, everything will be poured 100% into this show. And by the way, just to let you know, my numbers on this show, for some reason, I can't figure out, as of the last few months, have honestly quadruple. Like, what's after quadruple? That's what they basically have become. It's just so crazy. I just don't understand. Like, I was ranked 17th out of the top 200 podcasts of all time in the LGBTQ plus category. It's just so exciting, fulfilling, rewarding. So, therefore, because of this sudden jump in this show, I decided to dedicate all of my time and efforts into building on this specific platform in my brand. So I do plan on launching the second show in the future, but it will definitely be a to-be-determined date. But don't worry, I'm sure you already know that I will let you know exactly what's going on with that. So on the cusp of this crazy you know, mind-blowing piece of information, don't worry. Just stay tuned for more from My Gay Expose podcast, currently number 17 on the top 200 LGBTQ plus 
podcasts that were ranked the best in this category of all time. Before you walk into that guy's house after a date and walk into his apartment and see that he legitimately has like 16 fish aquariums set up in his house and you instantly stand there like, what the actual fuck? Red flag. First, let's hop into this week's Hot Gay Goss Expose. <laughs> Welcome to this week's Hot Gay Goss Expose, where we try and find topics of conversation that one might find relevant and or pertinent to today's gay society, or just shit that I want to talk about because it's my show. And apparently, it's the new trend or the new twist for all of the RuPaul current franchises to eliminate queens that should not be eliminated, otherwise known as front runners or the predicted winners, because Lemon was sent home on UK versus the world. And fucking, okay, so yeah, Pangina earned her win for sure. I get that. But Lemon? I don't even remember who the other bottom queen was because she was that forgettable. Lemon should not have gone Home. And speaking of another queen who should not have gone home, Alyssa Hunter definitely won that lip sync over Carrie Colby in the RuPaul's Drag Race US season 14 episode that aired last week. You know, this is just bullshit when they send home the queen that actually slays the fucking lip sync. And then just because she wore a fucking JLo dress, or maybe because she's kind of well-known in the L.A. scene, she stays. But you guys, no, I'm not feeling it. And then, to top everything off, we find out that Cornbread's not continuing in the competition due to an injury. So, you know, this whole clusterfuck of front-runner queens that are being eliminated and sent home out of nowhere or being injured, I just can't with this. This is just fucking with my emotions on so many levels. And at the time of this recording, there's another UK versus the world episode that will be launching later on. So anything can happen at this point. But Rue, stop toying with my emotions. Speaking of toying with my emotions in TV, have you guys watched Euphoria? Because apparently the rest of the internet or entire world has And I do have to say, you guys, this is a really fucking good show for sure. I do love how well-written it is, how each episode surrounds one specific character throughout the series. It's great writing. Love it. But here's the thing I have a problem with. Oh my God. These kids are my son's age. And all the drugs, the sex, all of it. What the fuck? (laughs) That's all I can think of is like watching the show and just knowing that my son's that age and maybe is doing some of those things. And I don't really blame him because I was doing all of those same things too. (laughs) Oh God, it just is something I don't want to think about. But I do feel that season two 
is a little bit harder to get into. Do you guys feel that way? I feel like the internet kind of thinks the same thing. In fact, I've actually seen articles floating around saying that they think perhaps the show has what they call, quote, jump the shark. In other words, everyone was so into season one, but season two is just not delivering like we all expect for it to be. And I kind of agree. And then as we sort of segue through season two, we get that crazy outburst from the dad character where he's just a hot mess and crying and drunk and wait and like, and it's just, it's just, it's everything. It's so good. You guys, this show is so good. And, you know, speaking of toying with your uh, fucking motions, this show tends to do just that. So we'll just have to see how we finish out this season two of Euphoria. And speaking of TV shows, or, or movies, or Netflix, or whatever the fuck, I actually, because everybody was talking about this movie too online, decided to make a mistake and watched the movie Don't Look Up, which basically pretty much was just written against anti-vacciners, <laughs> don't you think? <laughs> you guys, this movie was so fucking stupid. Don't waste your time. But even though this movie was so beyond dumb. Of course, it just got nominated for Best Film of the Year for the Oscars, <laughs> which, surprise, not, not, yeah, I mean, that's basically every stupid fucking movie gets nominated, and that's just the way the Oscars work. And last but most certainly not least, one of my new guilty pleasures is finding out that Hulu just released all of the episodes from Safe by the Bell. I'm reliving my early 90s past. And you guys, I have to say, I don't really remember. I mean, a lot of it as I'm going through is coming back to me because I did watch very diligently when I was a baby gay back in the early 90s. But that show was so overly sexualized for its time. Like, fucking, what's his name? Uh, Mario Lopez, just over-sexualized, always in tights, always in wrestling singlets, always with that bulge. Oh, God, I, like, I just can't get enough. And even, like, fucking Tiffany Amber Theason, like, terrible acting, but, like, her boobies are about to pop out. It's just that, no wonder so many of us who are at this current time frame today are just, like, fucking whores and sluts because of Saved by the bell. So before we get my gay expose, that just so happens to have a long list of all the red flags that you should watch out for in today's gay society. First, let's get your gay expose. And this week, the question was asked to a few of my friends, as well as you, the listeners. What are some of your red flags that you see each time you decide to either chat with, date, or see where things go with any other guy out there? So let's get those responses now. Michael said, 
Guys who smoke and don't let you know until you find out when it's just a little too late. Lisa says, when I have to start counting drinks. <laughs> so this is actually why Lisa and I would never date ever. Well, that and aside from the fact that she has a fucking vagina. <laughs> but there's that. I wonder how many people actually do this on a first date. <laughs> Timothy says, I'm almost always attracted to guys who have some sort of addiction problem, which ends in tragedy. <laughs> so, uh, same. <laughs> Every single fucking guy that I ever date has some sort of an addiction problem. But to be honest with you, the ones that don't have the addiction problem are just a little less interesting, don't you think? <laughs> and there might in lie one, if not more, of my many therapeutic topics of conversation that's regularly visited on that little green therapy couch. Hamish says, people with the initials R.W. <laughs> I fucking feel attacked. <laughs> Kevin says, I should see them from the beginning, but I generally tend to hook up with a guy on Grindr and the next thing I know I'm in some sort of a committed relationship with them. And then once I get to know them, I start to see all of the red flags that I missed along the way. <laughs> uh, oh, okay, so here is my advice to you, Kevin. Perhaps the red flag is the fact that you're getting all of these guys on Grinder. <laughs> oh, this bitch. Mark says, taking way too long to have a first meeting. I mean, I shouldn't have to wait months into our initial interaction before we actually meet face to face. It's just one excuse after another. <laughs> you know, as much as I hate to say this, I think I've actually kind of become this person lately. <laughs> it's not my fault. I'm just so fucking busy. Oh, God. Am I this girl? <laughs> Mary Beth said, That guy that still lives with his parents in his mid to late 30s. <laughs> if I had a dime, girl. <laughs> ben said, I can't exactly pinpoint one specific red flag. However, I usually see them when I'm far too invested in the entire relationship. Monish said, suspicious activities and or conversations. Kyle says, it's all in the details. For example, clean under your fingernails for fuck sake. <laughs> oh my God, I wish you guys knew this bitch because I can just... So, hear this coming out in the little facial expression. All of it, it's just an experience in itself, to say the least. <laughs> Love you, girl. <laughs> Leo said, when stories start to get just a little too exaggerative. Walter said, constantly fidgeting. Red flag. Ellen said, ugh. So many, but here are a few. One, 
them talking more than five minutes continuously without asking me a question or noticing that I'm not speaking. Two, them talking about themselves, aka narcissists, or others, gossipers, and it's just too much. Three, them talking about my appearance more than my brain skills and or experience. Four, consistently being on their phone and or on social media. And five, refusing to go to therapy. <laughs> well, there's just a whole hell of a lot to unpack here, isn't there? Oh, I kind of feel you on all counts. Robert says, everything is a red flag until you learn how to deal with them. <laughs> so this is my most recent ex and our entire fucking relationship was just one giant red flag. And as usual, all of these answers are just one big giant red flag <laughs> of really just all over the place. And some of these answers were a very quick response. So therefore, clearly, this is things that everyone struggles with when trying to maneuver through this entire gay dating journey. So as you maneuver through, continue to watch out for those red flags. And if you didn't get your answer read this week, don't worry. Just continue to follow on Instagram at Exposing My Gay. And there you'll find the weekly question that is relayed. In each story, send a response. And just remember, the funnier the answer, the more likely you'll be read live on the show. And now, let's get the biggest red flag of all time. My gay expose. And I'll go over all the many red flags that you should watch out for when you just try to fuck with a guy, period. As I continue to maneuver through this whole new single-slash-dating journey... And since I've basically been dating for most of my fucking adult life, as you continue to maneuver through said journey, you encounter red flags left and right. And whether that be at the beginning, in the middle, while you're getting to know someone, towards the tail end, wherever, we still encounter those red flags. And I feel like it's my job as a semi-passable podcast host to warn you what red flags to look out for as you potentially try to maneuver through your very own dating journey. And by the way, whether we like choose to acknowledge those red flags or not is up to you because for me in my current pattern, I almost always see the red flags right out the gate and choose to completely ignore them, especially if they have a big dick. <laughs> so I've compiled a list of all the different red flags that I've encountered that I feel, based on my vast knowledge of dating or lack thereof, that you should just watch out for as you 
continue to try and meet new guys, date, blah, 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 etc. So let's get into some of those red flags. Now, these are the guys that you should avoid and watch out for because they're all carrying a red flag. Gays who are in to sports. Now, listen, I'm not talking about gays who are like actual athletes themselves. I mean, how many times have I talked about that hot jock top that I've been trying to get at for weeks on Grindr? No, I'm not talking about guys who actually play sports recreationally. I think that's fucking hot as shit. I'm talking about the gays who are actually into like straight heterosexual sports, aka football baseball, basketball, and they like go through the motions of actually asking you over to hang out and you just know things are going to end up somehow segueing to the bedroom, but they make you sit through a fucking football game the entire time. And all you're thinking about are like the butts on all of the football players, because that's all you're thinking about is sex, but they actually want to sit there and converse while watching football. And then they make all these like screams and shouts and yells and woos and whatever and things that you don't even know what's going on on the game and it's just like oh no absolute 100% red flag so gays into sports big red flag the gays that are actually now doing the naughty grinder profile photos total red flag like, I don't know if you've heard, but recently Grindr, I think, has gotten just a little bit more lenient on some of their, like, profile photo approvals. So before, you couldn't even, like, do underwear images of yourself because they would actually deny the photo. But apparently now, all of these gays are doing full-on nude butt photos. And my understanding is it's not completely explicit. Like, you can't, like, spread your cheeks or... Obviously, your dick can't be exposed, but like there are all of these fucking (laughs) photos on my grinder grid that are just full on ass. That's a red flag because listen, you're giving me everything that I want to see eventually on a date right from the get go without me even asking for it. So that just means you're fucking thirsty as shit. And that is 100% a fucking red flag. Gays whose parents supported them when they came out of the closet. That is a total red flag in itself because if you've lived your entire adult life with the support of your parents about you being gay, then you haven't lived through enough turmoil to be in the same place that I am in my head mentally right now. (laughs) So therefore, this is a definite red flag. Gays that actually are like, you know, you're texting back and forth and they're like, you're like, what are you up to? And they're like, oh, I'm binging on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Red flag. The binge on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills gays, total red flag. Listen, even though I actually have been known to binge on the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills myself, it's still a red flag because that just means you've completely judged 90% of who that entire person is, regardless of how soon you've been talking to them or not. And yes, a red flag for me too. I've been watching the show. I'm fully caught up on every single fucking season. So maybe if you're considering dating me, you shouldn't consider the fact that I have that Real Housewives of Beverly Hills red 
flag. The I just got out of a relationship red flag, especially for when it's serious dating and you're seriously considering possibly maybe seeing this person again in the near future. The moment they mention to you voluntarily on a first date that they just got out of a relationship, that is a fucking red flag because chances are they just want to go to bed with you. (laughs) Trust me, I would know. People who actually tell you what they do for a living and it's like a bank or a restaurant. Like, Listen, this is coming from someone who has spent most of his entire life working in a goddamn restaurant. So therefore, it's a total red flag when people actually have these specific careers that they let you know that they're doing. Side note, it's so crazy too living in San Francisco because so many people especially when you're dating, guys have such amazing jobs here. They're like tech, I'm a doctor, I'm a lawyer. By the way, if any guy's in the tech industry, a doctor or a lawyer, and you just discover that while you're talking to them at the beginning, that too is a fucking red flag. Because chances are they are all wrong for you and probably going to be judging you for working at the bank or the restaurant. Spelling and grammar. This is a huge one, big time, especially when you're going through somebody's profile and you can see like four fucking grammar errors on their actual fucking profile information, like on Tinder or Grind or whatever. Like, look, use a goddamn emoji if you can't spell the word. But here's the thing. I'm not exactly the best at spelling either. Listen, I'm a fucking writer and there's nothing more humbling than actually taking your article that you have a deadline for in like less than five hours, putting it through your Grammarly tool and having them like basically mock the shit out of you because of all the fucking errors that you made in your written work. (laughs) So mark my words, red flag for anyone who doesn't take the time to put their shit through Grammarly before posting it. And honestly, I know this firsthand by... Uh, experience. Guys who constantly talk about Bitcoin. You guys, this is a recent thing that I've encountered. And I'm here to tell you, I don't know what Bitcoin is. I don't really care to know what Bitcoin is. I don't even want to know what Bitcoin is. But the moment you bring up anything in regards to Bitcoin, that's a fucking red flag. Like, I'm out, done, we're over it. That's the end. No Bitcoin conversations at all whatsoever total red flag gays who don't like or don't want to go eat at taco bell listen taco bell is everything to me and the moment you mentioned that if you and i are going to continue dating in the future and you never will go with me to a taco bell it's already over that's the biggest fucking red flag that I've ever heard of. Actually, honestly, I almost sometimes have been tempted to put, you know, when you have to put in your likes in certain profile situations, I wish there was like a Taco Bell option because that is a must have for any meaningful and lasting relationship. So if you don't like Taco Bell or if you encounter anyone that doesn't like Taco Bell, it's a total gay red flag talks about his ex more than once on a first date. Yes, you guys, this is a fucking thing. And it is one of the biggest 
red flags because what that means is they're not fucking over that ex and you're just wasting your time by engaging in this conversation on a first date with this individual who is clearly not over their fucking ex and how dare you bring up your ex more than once on a first date (laughs) beer drinkers total red flag now i'm not just saying beer drinkers because I'm not the stereotypical gay in regards to like foofy cocktail drinks. I love fucking beer. But when I say that I love beer, I love craft beers. I love beers that are unusual, different, and unique. I'm talking about the gays who are beer drinker red flaggers are those who drink beer out of a Budweiser brand can. Budweiser, Paps, all of it. And if it's a can that's any bigger than 12 ounces, that's even more of a red flag. Like, and you're also 100% dead to me. This also, on the catch-22 note, like, if I'm going to date you, you actually have to be okay with cheap gas station wine. Because if you're not okay with cheap gas station wine, that's another total red flag. (laughs) Oh, in itself. Okay, um... The guy that's always at the gym. And this is actually when you're first starting to chat with someone and you're like back and forth. And like every time you like check in with them, they're like, oh, I'm at the gym. 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 Run. Run. It's the biggest fucking red flag, especially if you live in the city of San Francisco. Hugest red flag ever. Just trust me. Now, this is one of those red flags that I actually purposefully like go out of my way to indulge in. And that is the guy with the neck tattoo. Because chances are, if he's willing to put that kind of expose ink all over his neck, he's probably a bad boy, probably going to cheat on you and probably going to mistreat you in so many different ways. And that's exactly all the reasons why I completely ignore this red flag and go for any guy that has a neck tattoo. Alyssa Hunter, I still want you and that neck tattoo. (laughs) Oh, God. Uh, Okay, red flag. This red flag to me is the most annoying. Facebook Messenger. No, absolutely not. No. You do not message me on Facebook Messenger ever. How dare you? No. If you the moment you come at me and try to set something up for a date or any sort of conversation back and forth and it's done on Facebook Messenger, we are over before that shit even gets started. And by the way, I will not be responding to your Facebook Messenger text. There are so many different other updated ways to reach out to anyone via messenger than facebook messenger biggest red flag ever trump supporters believe it or not you guys there are gays out there who are trump supporters and of course me being who i am just so happened to like fucking encounter them this is i don't even think i have to tell you how big of a fucking red flag this is but this is a real thing Oh, and one of my favorite red flags of all time, other gays who have a podcast. (laughs) Listen, 
the chances are is if you have another podcast, I'm going to throw up that red flag right away and just get the fuck out of there. Because even if your show's really good, I don't want to like go through the motions of, you know, chancing the fact that I listen to it and it's terrible and then it's just all over. So the moment that you let me know that you have a podcast, I'm completely out, which is probably all the reasons why you shouldn't date me either. (laughs) Red flag for gays who are new to San Francisco. And you guys, this is so crazy. One of my friends, actually, we were talking about this the other day. We were like, any new guy who like moves to San Francisco, it's just like we, all of us who have been here for so long, we're like, oh shit, it's new meat. And we immediately like pounce And it's just like one of those scenarios where you're, it's like you kind of start chatting with them and you get to know them. But you know that any gay who comes to San Francisco is just like their eyes are like wide eyed with the fact that they just moved to one of the gayest cities in the world. And they just want to test out the field so bad. And they're so going to. And just because you're the second person that they just so happen to meet here doesn't mean that they're going to like actually pursue anything with you. You could just count that out entirely. But rest assured that once they go through all of the fucked up situations that this city encompasses, they will come back to you eventually. So just sit there, wait, and know that you'll get that inquiry whether you want it or not mere months later. So new people to SF, total red flag. People who actually only seem interested in you because of your show. (laughs) The second you start telling me how much you love my show and how amazing and incredible it is, is the biggest fucking red flag of all. Listen, if we're going to date, you can't listen to my show. I want you to not want to listen to my show. (laughs) I don't even really feel like I should have to explain this shit, but this is for real like a thing, especially any gay podcaster out there, especially when your show is getting as much attention as mine is currently, you just don't want to have anything to do with people who somehow find you attractive because you have a new hit show. Just total red flag. 100%. Stay away. Uh, People who actually like to shop in shopping malls. (laughs) No, absolutely not. When you want to go shopping and you know what you're going to get and where you're going to go and your idea of shopping is to simply go into a shopping mall and look around and see what stores are out there. No, 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 ma'am. That is such a fucking red flag. I can't with this. That No, absolutely not. 100% red flag. Any gay from L.A. I think this one's kind of actually pretty self-explanatory too because we all know the LA boys are just way too into themselves and perfect bodies and most of their mindsets are as such. So this is typically a red flag because chances are when we meet in person, eventually you're going to see my fucking potato sacky ass body and you're going to be like, yeah, you know, I think I have an appointment and I gotta go. So total red flag. Any guy that says that they're from LA, just no, absolutely not. Gays that recommend Indian food for a first date. 
Listen, we've gone over this shit so many times on this show. This is the biggest fucking red flag because especially if you're the bottom and like in my case, I'm the bottom and the top recommends going to Indian food. It's like, what the fuck are you thinking? I am absolutely not going to go have Indian food with you and then potentially bottom after the fact. That's like the worst cuisine for bottoming ever. And the fact that you don't understand that is a total red flag. Gays who work in the dental field, because the only thing they're going to be doing as they're sitting across from you while you're having coffee with them at the table is looking at your fucking teeth and judging the fuck out of you. Nobody pays more attention to your teeth than people who work in the dental field. Mark my words. (laughs) Coming from someone who drinks a lot of coffee and probably could use a little bit of a whitening job, this is a big red flag. Guys who actually act like a complete fucking asshole when dining out in a restaurant to the server. God, you guys, listen, I have worked most of my life in the restaurant business, and there's nothing I hate more than dining out with a friend or anyone or a date or anything where the person is just obnoxious and annoying. And you could just see it written all over that server's face because you know exactly what that fucking server is thinking. And all you want to do is just like crawl into your little shell and wish that nobody ever saw you ever again in that fucking restaurant and you never will show your face there again. It's just the way it is. So stop being a complete dick in restaurants. Just stop. Stop. Uh, Red flag for the gays who drink Arizona iced tea. Listen, I don't care who you are, how good you look, whatever. If you drink Arizona iced tea, oh my God. Like that is the, probably the most gigantic red flag on this fucking list. Gays who fetishize white boys. Look, I have personally been fetishized by guys who only date white guys so many times in so many different categories, honestly, in the fact that I am white, in the fact that I'm blonde, in the fact that I'm actually a ginger, all of it. Like, I have dealt with all of that fuckery. And really, it's just not cute when you're trying to get to know someone as a person when they just keep bringing up the fact that you have red pubes and you're a ginger and how much they fucking love that shit no total red flag for sure gays who do not tip on a to-go order this is a big fucking no-no and the biggest red flag of all time and if i see anyone not tipping on a to-go order and you think that you're remotely going to somehow think that you could possibly potentially date me in the future? No, ma'am. No, no, ma'am. Gays who, wait for it, suggest eating on your first date at a restaurant that is a chained restaurant. Listen, if I wanted to eat at an Applebee's or a Chili's, then I wouldn't fucking live in San Francisco. So how dare you come to San Francisco, want to take me on a date to a fucking Applebee's? No, just what? No, (laughs) just absolutely not. Can't deal. No. Gays who send you selfies of themselves shirtless, like 
sometimes flexing their muscles, etc. Wait for it. In the bathroom mirror, and it's covered in fucking toothpaste spit. Total red flag, because this just means this person is oblivious to the fact that their fucking bathroom needs to be cleaned. And what the fuck is wrong with you if you think that sending me a selfie and you're trying to be sexy and turn me on is ever going to happen when it's covered with toothpaste spit all over the fucking mirror? You guys are probably going to come for me for this one, but red flag for the gays who have, wait for it, Android phones. <laughs> yeah, you have an Android? Uh, yeah, we're, we're not going to work out. It's just as simple as that. And red flag for the gays who actually have a private Instagram account, because chances are... You're probably trying to hide something from someone, somewhere, somehow. And what's with all the secrecy? I mean, I get that not everybody can be as open and unapologetic as I am about their personal lives. But let's just be real. I don't want to have to sit there and wait for you to approve my fucking follow. No. If you have a private Instagram account, we cannot be. Gays who actually have... Their read receipts turned on. <laughs> this is a full-on mindfuck nightmare when it comes to dating. No. If you have your read receipts on, I just sort of envision you sitting back, like, like with that evil look in your eye, trying to just stir up all kinds of drama because you want to know what I'm thinking when you look at my fucking text and don't respond hours later. No! Red flag for gays who have their read receipts on. Turn that shit off. And while we're talking about phones, another red flag goes to the gays who actually have their ringtones turned on. If you, if I can hear your phone and it's not a vibrate, that is another red flag. Like I've had my phone on silent since like, like 2015. <laughs> gays who do not use poppers for sex, red flag. Because honestly, as we've mentioned so many times on this show, I have a very unhealthy relationship with poppers pretty much every time I have sex and or jerk off. So I am definitely that guy that shows up to a first date with poppers burns all over my nose, which by the way, if you're the other guy that I'm showing up to meet on this date, that also is a red flag. <laughs> Me showing up with poppers burns, absolute red flag. And I wouldn't blame you for finding any way to get out of that date and then never hear from you again, because clearly I'm showing you without saying anything that I'm a big fucking slut. And last, but most certainly not least, for my red flag list. Gays who actually want to use a condom. <laughs> no, we're not using... No, I can't even... No, we're not using a condom. How dare you? Go get on prep. We'll, then we'll have sex. You can't... I just can't... This one does not need any sort of of explanation. In 2022, who the fuck in the gay community uses a condom anymore? Are you kidding me with this shit?
Ugh. So that's it. That's my list. Those are all the different things that at one point or another I've encountered while trying to get to know or date or just chat with a guy in general. And I'm sure there's so many more things that I've forgotten to mention and or list on this red flag list. But just know when you go through the motions of doing your whole dating thing, just beware for any one of these red flags. we learned today, boys and girls, ladies and gentlemen, gays and straights, tops or bottoms, gender fluid and non-binary, transgender and questioning? Well, I'd like to think that we learned a whole hell of a lot of all the different and many red flags that are as numerous as the stars in the fucking red flag sky of the gay dating world. And watch out for all of them Maneuver through them how you see fit, and just don't be that gay that carries so many of these red flags. And I will work on my own red flags as well. And with that, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts. And give me a fucking five-star rating. Follow on Spotify, and don't forget to turn on those notifications so that you can catch wind of each and every episode of My Gay Expose Podcast right when it drops. Follow on Twitter and Instagram at Exposing My Gay. And take a look at my website, which includes my blog, blog, <laughs> blog, A Day in the Life of Ronnie, as well as all of my written work at RonnieWashburn.com. That's R-A-O-N-I, Washburn.com. And don't forget to join us next week for another messy, salacious, and relatable episode with me exposing my gay. I'm Ronnie Washburn, and I will get rid of all of my red flags with you next time.